Is family drama happening and my phone's exploding? No one yeah. I'm related to by blood. Anyway, it's fine. Oh, anything exciting, what? James? Are you are you fighting a bag of potato chips or something? No, I'm loading my pipe. Is it a I, uh, is, it, is it a plastic pipe? No, but the tobacco's in a plastic bag. Ah. Um. And I, I wanted to go to get things rolling and connect with you, so I didn't have time to like do all my usual pre-show prep. Okay. Because before this, like, I got off work and I went to my sister's salon and I got uh, baked under lights. Yeah, I saw that you looked like you were, um, oh, one of those people in Iron Man Three. Yeah, like I've got um, extremists. That's what the extremists. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like it's like um, it's called a uh, red LED light sculpting. Is that why it's red? Yes, and like, like burning fat off you or something. Well, what it oh, does that's is because right. you got to be naked. I forgot about that. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it like takes it doesn't take it doesn't like melt fat off of you. It's not like some miracle cure, but it if you're like dieting. And exercising, it's like a little bit of extra oomph. You know how like guys that are bicycle racers will pay a shitload of money to take a couple grams off the weight of their bike? You know? Oh, put yeah. On, put on a new like gear that is like five grams lighter than the old gear. And it costs like $2,000 more for that little bit of weight difference. That, that kind of thing. It's like that. It's like a little bit of, it's a little nudge. It's a little, yeah, little something extra, yeah. but yeah, well, cool. It's um something I have available to me, so I'm taking advantage of it. Why not? Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, and she took before pictures. Okay. She's going to take act after pictures, which, to be honest, are going to look better because I, you know, the before pictures were heart of the holidays. Oh yeah. <laughs> and after pictures are going to be like in February. So it's like, well, I think we're gonna look better, but yeah, let's okay, yeah. sure. Let's go through, you know, <laughs> take every advantage. You know, if you're taking advantage of, you know, you're using her equipment, and she's gonna be like, well, I'm gonna, you know, accentuate the accentuations and yeah, eliminate so like, the. Yeah. This is this is what I looked like when I started doing the the red LED treatments, and this which is what is I looked like when I stopped doing the red LED which is, treatments. Which is all true. Which is all yeah. true. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It is the truth and nothing but the truth. Those are two true statements. Another true statement is uh, James. Is James is a true statement. James. Nick. Nick. James. James. Nick. Nick. James. Nick. Welcome to Dork. Welcome to Dork. I am Nick Moore. I am James Brown. And I am Nick Moore. You're listening to Dork episode 204. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, been a bit. 
because it's been the holidays. Holidays. And that tends to make our already busy lives busier. Celebrate. We are separated by time and space and consequence. But now, in a world where we did stuff. Now we're back. From out of space. To talk about that little thing that you've got on the corner Just of your turn face. Around now. Get sad look off your face. Get that sad look off your face. Is that a line? That sad look up on your face. I should have changed my fucking lock. I would have made you leave your key. If I don't know for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. Oh, no, now go. Walk out the door. I'm not that stupid motherfucker. What? Yeah. Um, I believe there wasn't as much cursing in the original one. Yeah, I enjoy the swearing. Yeah, I fucking do too. It's so cathartic. Um, it's part of what, what makes life so sweet. So had I gotten my new car when we last talked? When we last talked. Uh, I'm about to go get it. We've talked about is the Honda. Is it a Honda? Is, is it a Honda? Well, I talked about a Kia. A Kia. That's what it was. Yeah. Because I, I remember looking it up on, because like, I was like, I'm not sure I remember what this looks like. Well, because it was the one that you had when you were in Atlanta. And the yeah. lady was saying she liked it. She's like, oh, I love this car. This is a great uh, car. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and I, d- I ended up not getting it. Oh, well, never mind then. I got a, uh, I got a Mazda CX-5, Ooh. which is like the exact same thing, but for Mazda. And a little sportier looking. It's a Mazda. Yeah. I got to tell you, James. So as, as a uh, all-American male, I have been closely tied in my masculine identity to what I drive. Um, I can see that. You know, so like I had a, I've had a couple trucks and I had a little sporty car. Uh, had a little bit of a downturn when I had a Corolla. But uh, this thing oh. is it's four doors and a hatchback. You know, a little midsize SUV. Right. Um, or it's a compact SUV. I'm not sure what's it. It it's it's roomy. Uh. Like you can fit five people and your cargo in it and be pretty comfortable. Oh, that's cool. That's handy. Yeah. Um, I like it. Because I don't like it's not like like a high performance thing. It doesn't have, you know, my truck had the V eight, and so that could just shit and get it all over. This has an inline four, uh, with the sky active technology. Uh sky active. <laughs> yeah, basically what it means is is they, it's got a higher compression ratio and they've been able to figure out a way to make it give you a little more torque and better gas mileage. Um, which is uh, nice. It costs significantly less per month to own than my truck. And I'm not just talking about because it's got a lower note. It like burns so much less gas. It's got a smaller gas tank. Oh, yeah. It's also weigh, probably weighs a lot less. And Yeah. Yeah, it's got a smaller tank, but it... it Goes, it covers the same amount of distance. In fact, a little bit more than my truck. Mm, on per tank? Between Phillips, yeah. Yeah. And so it's saving me a buttload there. Um, but like the first time I went and got groceries in it, I was like, oh, I'll just I'll just put them in the back here. That's handy. And the wow. height is just right for me to like, if I'm when I'm sitting in the driver's seat and open the door, I just turn and I, I stand. Like I don't have to like slip down or push myself up or whatever. It just, I just turns like I'm getting out of a chair. Nice. Um, yeah. Right. It's got all these little things that like when I was looking at 
all like other cars. Like when I got my Scion that right out of college, I was like, I want a sunroof and I want a CD player because the first car I had had a CD player. Yeah. Um, it's like I want a CD player in it. Um, I want some kind of sporty. And I, so I got that and damn all the other stuff. You know, you know, think about it. It's done with these things. And then when I got the truck, I was like, I want a big American V8. Um, and I don't really give a shit what it's attached to. I just want a power <laughs> in a truck. Um, I want power, McFly. So this time, I was like, I need something that can weld the hood shut. And Carol's not afraid to drive. Um, but also has a little bit of cargo room. That was, that was it. It's like uh, something uh, that I, that's reliable. And that Carol was willing to drive. Yeah. And this thing is a delight. I took it all the way up to North Carolina and back over the holidays, got great gas mileage. It's comfy. We were right, there's the right distance apart from each other. We didn't have to worry about what we packed. We kind of, we definitely overpacked for a week away yeah. um, because we could. We're just like, yeah, just what she goes, I, I don't know. I know I'm going to try and keep it to like two suitcases, but I don't, I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. She ended up bringing like five bags. <laughs> There's room. And I was like, yes, put it in there. Put it in the vehicle. Ha ha. More room to spare. We have the entire back seat. We haven't touched. If you're liking that. What is the commercial for the, the car where like, you know, there's like meteors falling on Los Angeles or whatever. And they're like loading as much stuff as they can in the car. And they're about to get it go. And they're like, realize that they got room for more. And they go back and like, Oh, it's, <laughs> it was like that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, come on, put it in there. Um, I was worried when I got it that I was going to be, I was going to resent it because I was making a responsible choice. Because you know? it was like, oh, this is nice, but it's not my old truck. I miss my old truck. Yeah. So I named it Palula Bell, uh, which means the bitter pill. And uh. quickly just started calling it Lula. <laughs> Fell in love with this little stupid car. Like, oh. I was like, it, it just is, it's just right. It just does, like, everything I need to do, like, it's like the guys at Mazda were like, okay, let's design a car that does everything you need in a, a daily vehicle, and then we can add stuff on after, which they did. And it's still, you know, it's still a Mazda, so it's got that kind of zoom-zoom mentality where they kind of pay attention to the lines, and zoom, it, zoom, zoom. it handles pretty tight. I miss those commercials. Yeah. And it, it um, I don't know, man. It's really handy. Carol barred it yesterday. Like she was like, "Oh, we got to take a bunch of stuff. We got to get a bunch of ladies and equipment to the planetarium to do a photo shoot. Uh, can I borrow your car?" And I was like, "Absolutely. Help yourself." And she was absolutely unintimidated. <laughs> packed, put all the ladies in there. Packed up the back. Drove down there and back. I was fine with it. It's uh, completely fulfilling all the needs I had of it. So it makes me pretty happy. And it's taken a lot of the edge off when I'm driving, not all of the edge because I'm still a pretty aggressive driver, mm -hmm. but, but knowing that I can't stomp it and go from zero to 60 in like seven seconds, um, has really calmed me down. Cause I'm like, you know, we're going to get there when we get there. Damn <laughs> it. Uh, I can still get it up to like 90 though. Uh, uh, oh. but it's, it's getting like, even at 90, it's still getting like 16 miles to the gallon. Oh, that's cool. But it'll, you know, you could watch it. You could fiddle with it. So I think right. around the city, I'm trying to average around like 40 miles a, miles to the gallon, which is, you know, I like seeing that little, you know, the game where you're trying to play, play where you keep the number as high as you can. Yeah. Uh, 
so that, that's gonna be pretty sassified. <laughs> and then I got cool. yeah, and then I got back from North, North Carolina. Carolina, yeah, uh, on the thirty first, just oh. in time to cheers, you know, to do New Year's, and then woke up the next morning with strep throat. Oh, oh, yeah, well, happy New Year. Yeah. yeah, so I got a full week off of work. I was supposed to go back on Wednesday, and I'm taking getting the whole week off because I was I couldn't swallow and I felt like dying. And I went to the doctor Friday finally and got a shot of bicillin in my ass, which is awful. I don't know if you've ever done that. Um, I've gotten shots in my ass, but I never asked what the, what was in it. Did you ever get a penicillin shot? No, because I'm allergic to penicillin apparently. Oh, well, good for you, because when they give you penicillin injections, and a penicillin injection, what they're giving you is stuff called bicillin, which has the consistency of uh, silicone lip implants. And they inject it into the muscle of your ass Ow. so that it sits there in this little hard ball, and your body slowly absorbs it over the next you know week. So you get a constant dose of penicillin. It's the most effective way to treat strep throat. It's the preferred di- you know treatment. So I went with it. But it hurts bad. It yeah. is painful, and I'm not like a puss with needles, or I'm not. I'm not a pain wiener. This fucking hurt. Like she she took it, and I'm thinking like the doctor goes, okay, so you do have strep. Like I went into the is a new doctor because my doctor was very full. I went in. I was like, hey, dude. Uh, he goes. He goes. Hi. Well, what are you here for today? I was like, I have strep. He goes. Oh, okay. Well, let's take a look and see. I was like, no, no, no. I have strep. And I opened my mouth and he looked. He's like, oh, wow, you have strep. I said, yeah. Yeah, I know. He goes, well, let's go ahead and do a culture real quick just to be sure. Uh, and then we'll do a mono screen. I was like, we don't need to do a mono screen. Cause, mainly because it's blood work and blood work makes me pass out. I was like, we yeah. don't need to do it. It's strep. And he's like, well, okay, we'll, we'll just skip it then. Uh, and if, <laughs> it, if it's not staff, then we'll you know, go ahead and do that. I was like, that's fine, but it's strep. So I come back in 10 minutes later. He's like, yeah, it's strep. So do you want to do the injection or do you want to take a take it orally? I was like, yeah, just give me the shot, man. Let's knock it out. He goes, okay. So I take my sweatshirt off. And okay. He kind of he laughs and leaves the room. And then in, <laughs> in that's, comes, that's not going to help us get access to where we need to get to. Yeah, but he didn't say anything. He didn't go, oh, no, no, it'll be in your buttocks. No, he just left. He didn't even say, like, you can leave your shirt on. Yeah. He did not say that. You may want to loosen your belt, though. Yeah. In comes the nurse. Sweet girl. She's like one of the kind of the good nurses that's like she's a real sweet lady, uh, but she's kind of built like a linebacker. Um because those chicks give the best shots. Yeah. They're they're not pussyfooting around. They're like, come on, you know, I do this all day. I've done this for the last 20 years. Just sit here, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, cool, let's do it. Give me a shot. And she goes, Okay, well, this is one that uh, goes in your butt. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Everything's becoming clear now. So I, I dropped my pants over my butt cheeks, lay down. And I'm thinking just, you know, but like, just like that. Okay. Stab, inject, pull out. No problem. All right, let's do this. No, she do. It's a, it's a heavy gauge needle because this stuff is so thick. And she jams it in a downward angle right above my left butt cheek totally. into the muscle and Ooh. then like d- jabs it. I would say it gives it like a 45 degree sweep. Bam, bam, bam. Ow. Yeah. The whole thing took about five seconds, but it's like, and I, it hurt bad. 
Like I was like, what the fuck? It was like getting hit with a slap shot right in the soft part of my ass. And I was like, Jesus. And like limped out. And it hurt like that for two days. It's still sore. Like I can still feel the lump. And I was like getting it into my truck, into my, out of my car. It's all ginger. But I felt better that night, you know. But I had to sleep on my stomach for two days. And every time the dogs like rub up against me, be like, ah, please don't do that. Jesus. With the painfulness and the owls. But I mean, it works. It just fucking hurts. No doubt. So keep that shit in mind. Okay. I mean, the, the injection works, but it fucking hurts, man. So well, yeah. happy new year. Happy new year to you. What yeah. do you what did you do in the past couple weeks? Um, so you may hear um some extra activity going on in the background, because uh, we're taking care of a small person. Oh, um, a child? A child. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, a, a child who is two and a half years old. He's our nephew. He's a okay. uh, little sister's uh, little boy. So um, he'll stay with us for a few days uh, here and there. So he might be here next time you next time you uh, record and or next time we record together. Uh, he may not be. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so it's interesting because we have him set up with a, you know with a little daycare place and uh, he likes me. And so like dropping him off in a place where he doesn't want to get left and he like gives you that look, like, why are you leaving me here? And he wants you to pick him up and he goes up, up like, Uncle Jamie, you know, because no. he wants you to pick him up and you're like, no, I can't, no. Cause if I pick you up, then I'll never be able to put you down. And I'm just, I have to go down. Yeah. Hmm. That must be nice. It's 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 kind of a you know a, a super villain origin thing brewing in there somewhere. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> no, my so, nephew said I was fat like a whale. Like a whale? Yeah, he was in Upper North Carolina. He joined us uh, toward the end of the week. He's seven. He's like, what you? You're like a big. You're like a big fat. Uh, I forget what it was that he said first, but I was like, it doesn't fit. I'm a mammal. I am a whale, sir. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, you're a whale. You're a fat whale. And died laughing. So that was his joke for like three days. You know what I would do? What? When next time I saw him, if he was like lying down or like sitting on the couch or something, I would lie on top of him and just not move. Well, I don't, I don't have to do <laughs> I, don't, I, I would, like, oh, so I am heavy, aren't I? Right. I would kill the child. No, I did a thing where I had like the horse, <laughs> you know, the horse bites the apple thing with your hand. You bite the kneecap. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm a horse. I love apples. And it would like, whenever he started getting obnoxious, I'd be like, uh oh, uh oh, who's this? Who's this? Oh, oh, it's me. You know what my favorite food is? And he'd be like, apples, I'm like, apples. And I started eating his knees, um, which drove crazy. And then I had the left hand, which he ate crapples. And crapples are your, uh, your upper part of your leg above the knee. Oh, I thought and it was going to be your butt. And so, you know, <laughs> no. so they had apples and crapples, and between the two, I could torture the living piss out of him. And oh, did you do that? Did you did you do that until he peed? Uh, he's not a peer. He doesn't pee at all. Wow, that must be handy. I've never seen it happen. I don't doubt that it does. Oh. But like the apples and crapples would get him until he was like, okay, 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 stop it. No, nah. never once asked me to pick him up. Uh, and overall. Not that pleasant of a child. Very aggressive. 
Okay. <laughs> my sister was like, uh, "He could he come stay with you for a couple of days?" My answer would be, "No," because, <laughs> because no, because he called me a whale. He's mean to me. <laughs> the child, the child treats me poorly, and I have a grudge. But I'm glad yours is nice. Yes, he is nice. In general, he's a very he's a very suspicious lad. He likes to, you know, when he first meets people, he like doesn't say anything. He just watches them for a while. When he gets someplace new, he's like silent and he like looks around and explores, like he's like waiting to make up his mind, but he's expecting something horrible to happen at any second. So he's gonna he's gonna do well in life. Yeah, smart kid. Yeah. Indeed. You keep eye out for that bullshit. Yeah. Yelp. Um, yeah. So cool. Uh, I got an egg cobbler as well. That was cool. A what? I didn't realize I even like cared that much. So, <clears throat> do you know what coddling an egg is? Is you know preparing it as opposed to like poaching it or frying it or boiling it? Yes, we have four antique egg coddlers. Okay. Well, I got one of those, and this is the first time I had an, a coddled egg. Is when I used it to prepare some egg, and I was like, this is really nice. I just, you know, for those of you listening, it's a like a ceramic cup um, with a separate a separate top on it. Mine attaches with elastic, but I've seen others that do like a screw action or some other yeah, kind. Yeah, the ones that we have, you, you screw the. It's a little metal cup top with a ring on it that you put yeah. your finger in. Yeah, and, and it's you put an egg in. Well, James will explain. How exactly. do you coddle an egg, James? Well, um, the main the main action of it is you put the egg in the cup and you put the cup in boiling water and you know heat does things to eggs that we are all familiar with and this one does it in a particular fashion that gives it the uh, consistency of a boiled egg depending on how hard of a boil you give it. I I like soft boiled eggs, so mine I coddled for uh, I think it was like five minutes is uh, how long I left it in the water and just because like it was the first time I didn't know like how much it was gonna do it, so I. It's a relatively short amount of time, I guess, because like eight minutes is a hard boil, I believe. But um, yeah, and like I was able to like you know stick a spoon in there and like eat it like it was a soft boiled egg, but I didn't have to worry about the way it you know cracking it and all the other things you do when you're worrying about a, a soft boiled egg. But one of the other advantages is you can also like put like, extra herbs or you know spices Teas and or stuff. Cheese. Yes, I put I put some uh, extra sharp smoked cheddar cheese in there um, that was uh, very nice. Um, and it also helps if you put like butter on the inside, which I learned the second time. It's like, oh, because then it comes out easier. So you like butter it up on the inside, put your, you know, some like salt and pepper spices and some cheese and then put the egg in and put a little more spices and cheese. And uh, I was talking to another person and they were like, oh, you should put like crumbled up bacon or something in there. And they're like, ooh, that's yep. oh shit. So like there's a lot bacon. of you get yourself some soldiers. Oh, okay. So you, so you take a, you take toast, and then you cut it into four equally equal width strips mm. that fit right into a egg coddler. Oh, you just dip that business out. So yeah, and you know, I've like I said, I like soft boiled eggs, and I have the little like little cups that hold up the egg, so you can like, you know, crack it with a spoon, take the top off, and like use the spoon to dig it out. But like. You need a either very small spoon, or you need to be very careful because, like, otherwise, if you dip your spoon too much in there, the the yolk's gonna like run over, and the, it's gonna you know get like messy, and like trying to get the top off of it is a messy business. I have like a specific tool just for that. So, 
being able I'll to do one of those one of those weighted droppers for opening a softball egg. So we need a weighted dropper. So the it's it looks like a it looks like a rod. No, this is no, not the one oh, I, I have. It, it's it's no. a rod and it's got like a little circle dome at the bottom with kind of sharp edges. And you place it over the top of the egg and then you lift a weight to the top of the rod about eight inches and then kind of slam it down and it cracks a perfect circle into the top of a soft boiled egg. Oh, and you, take, and you open the lid. What I have is basically it's a circle in itself. It's like a, it's like a kind of a donut. Basically, there's a large um, metal circle and it's got you know, a certain thickness to it. And it's, there's a circle, an empty circle where you, that you put around the egg on the inside of it. And it has these scissor handles that you put in and when you squeeze the scissors teeth come out of the thing and like you know cut it into the top of the egg in a circular fa circular fashion and you can lift off the entire top of the egg with that nice yeah it's pretty cool but you know again like you, you then you like you have like egg inside that top part of the shell that you're like oh, i don't want to let that go to waste since you like spend some time getting that out and stuff but with the coddled egg you know, you just you crack open the entire, you know, crack open when it before it's boiled. And you sidestep all there. that shell business. Yeah, it's time, you side, you just get rid of the shell in the first place, and you like boil it with the added and you know added advantage that you can spice it before you cook it, as opposed to like you know like throwing some salt or whatever on top of the soft boiled egg after you've already like cracked it open. And it, it's already been cooked. So basically, it's a it's a delightful soft boiled egg for breakfast without all the bullshit. Yeah. You, cut, you sidestep all the hard work and you make it all nice beforehand so then it's just like easy peasy. You take that egg and you coddle it. Yes. Oh, a little, cod, yeah. a little sweet little egg. Oh, yes. Uh, and I mean, I have not explored a whole bunch of recipes, but I'm guessing I mean, A, you can put two eggs in there at the same time and like have two soft boiled eggs in one or whatever. Or you can boil it harder. I imagine you could probably scramble it beforehand too, and like have like this other. I mean, that'd basically be like a, a quiche in a in a cup kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Can do, or maybe an omelet in a cup, depending on what you put in it. Can do, can do. So I don't know why I'm so excited about that because it was just like you know other things you got like my brother got me a video game and you know I got some clothes from Jane which I re look really good in and people have been complimenting me sideways about it like oh my god that looks oh, this new shirt you got is fantastic um, because women dress me a lot better than I do um, like every every time well okay it depends it definitely depends on the people I'm around like there's a certain set of items in my wardrobe that I get compliments from some people. And a certain set of items in my wardrobe that I get compliments from other people. The compliments I get in the professional world usually come from art, uh, articles of clothing that females in my life have picked out for me, whether they be Jane, my mom, my godmother, or you know, or my great aunt, whatever. Um, like they're like, oh, this is going to look good on cousin Jamie or whatever. Um, they, you know, they do that. And then if it's like you know geek stuff, then that's stuff that I know how to do. But as far as like dressing to impress in a professional manner, um, the women in my life do a better job of that than I do. And I trust oh, them. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. This year, Carol's like, what do you want for Christmas? She's like, I don't need anything from you. She gets me every year. She gets me um, socks and underwear and undershirts. Um, Cause like if she didn't do that every year, I would just wear uh, the remnants of old <laughs> boxers, like just a, an elastic waistband around. Uh, yeah. Cause I just, I don't, 
I'm like, whatever. I just need a barrier between me and the zipper. Um, so she gets, yeah. So she handles all that little stuff for me every year, but she's like, yeah, I'm getting the usual, but like, do you want, you know, what else, what else do you want? And it's like, baby, I don't, I don't really need anything. Um, if you want to get me like a, like a new shirt or something, you know, because she likes to dress me up and she does well. Like whenever I wear something, people are like, Oh, you look nice. Like, yeah, Carol bought it. Mm. She gave me this to wear. And so that's why. Um, so she gave me a shirt and it's kind of all I, I was, I was like, great. We like took a lot of stress out of Christmas this year. Like, uh, she was, we we're getting closer and closer to Christmas and she's like, I haven't bought you anything. I haven't bought you anything either. Um, but I know you have a list of things that you've been wanting to get done. Why don't I do some of that for you? And it was like, um, like she needed her watch, her watch battery replaced. You know, it's little things like that, that she'd just been meaning to do. Hadn't got done. It wasn't particularly expensive items, but altogether it starts to add up. So she's like, let's just take care of all these little things. Yeah. And then, yeah. And it was nice. Like we just, it was like a big sigh of relief. It's got all these little things done. Excellent. Yeah. And that's like, you know, and I don't know when Dork is, you know, we're about to start talk about languages of love, but you know, a lot of times, you know, people that you like or love, they, you know, it's hard to buy things because like a lot of people, they can, you know, they have Amazon so they can get whatever they want like right away. Or if they don't have the means to do it, then um, they, you know, sometimes they'd appreciate like money or whatever, even, you know, just about as much. But some people would rather, you know, you e either A, spend time with them or B, like do things for them. So like, it's like a, a w different way to show your appreciation for them. And it's important, especially when you've been, you know, married to someone for 10 or 12 years, or if you're in a relationship with them for seven years, like me and Jane, then, yeah. Excuse me. Then it's important to know, like, you know, if it's, is it better to buy a thing? Is it better to spend time? Because Jane is definitely a spend time person. Like, you can give her something, but it's, you know, it's a lot better if it's something that you've spent time either making or, like, researching or, like, finding out, like, specifically. Um, yeah. Like, I prefer doing things. Yeah. I, I, like, I prefer, like, like, hey, let's go, I don't know, whatever. Have an experience together. Like, go to a museum or, like, you know. Yeah. Um, that, that kind of shit. Or, like, a, like, if you're gonna, if you want to just spend a certain amount of money, let's go to dinner. Mm. You know, let's go eat. We'll, we'll, we'll you know, find a price point that kind of works, and we'll let's splurge, man. Let's let's go do something that we wouldn't normally do for no other reason than you like. Hey, I let's I want to spend some money on you. Well, let's do it, but enjoy ourselves together. You know, like I don't need any more stuff. I'm pretty I'm pretty much covered on stuff at this point in my life. Excellent. Yeah, let's like. Let's go hang out. Like Valentine's Day this year, she's like, I was like, what do you, you know, what do you want for Valentine's Day? Because I'm a guy and I'm required to buy you things. And she's like, well, let's just, you know, let's just hang out. I don't know. Let's do the stuff like we like to do. We'll, we'll we'll do Valentine's Day on like a Saturday and we'll go to the farmer's market or maybe go see a movie, grab lunch, you know, and just like hang out. I'm like, cool. I'm down with that. Yeah. That's, that's what it's all about, man. Yeah, dude. My brother-in-law owned me uh, with the white with the white elephant thing for family this year. Like we yeah. got the boys stuff, but for all of us, we were like, "Well, let's just you know set a price amount and bring a decent white elephant gift, and then we can you know we'll do an exchange like that between me and my sisters and their husbands." And one of my brothers brothers-in-law brought 
uh, a bottle of Jack, which is always a winner. <laughs> uh, and the other one brought a standing ribeye roast. A like, standing ribeye roast? Yeah. Like a like a four four bone bone in standing ribeye roast. Oh. Uh, wow. and Carol goes, get that. Like he had talked about it with me. <laughs> he's he's uh, he's the one I work with. We share an office. And he's like, dude, I'm thinking about for the white elephant thing of bringing meat. Like just getting a really good cut of meat at the price point and like, you know, doing that. But Allison thinks it's stupid. I was like, dude, that's a genius move. In fact, I think that's going to be my go-to whenever I have to get a white elephant. I'm going to get a, like a decent cut of meat and do something like people would normally buy, like a, uh, a rack of lamb. Something yeah. Like that. And bring it and be like, ha, here we go. Because there was a bidding war. It changed hands three times. My sister thought it was going to be so stupid. And like my brother-in-law got it or my, or Al, uh, Carol got it. Carol, Open it first, and then my brother-in-law stole it from her, and I stole it from him. It's like, no, nah, mine. It's genius. So we're doing that this weekend. Nice. And I went, I went home with a, a four-bone standing ribeye and a bottle of Jack. It was a very <laughs> merry holiday. That's a holly jolly Christmas in my book. But I think that's a way better gift. Like I'm getting to the point where I, I appreciate the the French approach to spending money. Like they, they blow it on food. They don't care about cars so much, you know. It's like, no, I will. I could spend, you know, could spend that on wine and a decent meal. I get it. Wrap my head around that. It's, it's, it's a good good way to blow your money. Yeah. Plus, it's, when the company's good, it makes it all all the more delicious. <laughs> Indeed. Les élégants en poupou. Um. Yeah. So, did you do any geek things? Did you see any movies? I didn't. Um, I've been playing since I had the. I was stuck at home and I had the downtime. I've been burning through Red Dead Redemption. I'm getting close to the end. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and after I'm done with it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get Spider Man because it's a good game. Like Red Dead Redemption's a great game, but like the other one, it's I can tell where it's going. It's going to end on a downer. Like it's going to be a good story, but it's not going to be a happy ending. And I just yeah. want, I want to play Spider-Man after this. I'm like, let me go, let me go swing around, fight bad guys. You didn't get a chance to see the, uh, the animated Spider-Man movies. Uh, into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I mean, I, I'd still recommend it. That's it's no, no, we, Carol and I definitely want to go see it. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of timing because I've started rehearsal for the vibrator play and she's directing or assistant directing uh, silent sky. Um, which will be opening in a couple of weeks. So she'll be done with that. But then she's starting helping the kids theater with our town. And that's going to be forever. But anyway, it, when we get an evening together, we're, we're, it's definitely in our books. Yeah. I, uh, I saw, I mean, I saw Spider-Man, but I also saw Aquaman. Oh, how was that? It was actually really good. I enjoyed it. I, I, did not have high expectations of that movie. I didn't think it was going to suck totally, but it was definitely enjoyable, like all the way through. Um, yeah, I mean, it's probably the best DC Universe movie, you know, except for Wonder Woman, which I know isn't saying much in some books, but you know, I, I was, yeah, I was down with Aquaman. I was like, shit, yeah, go Jason Momoa. And I was—I did not realize that the bad guy was played by Patrick Wilson. 
I know that that's not a it's not a spoiler, but you know. But yeah, Night Owl himself from um, Watchmen was the the bad guy, Prince Orm. Oh, but yeah, Black Manta, very impressive as well. Awesome. Yeah, I was really pleased with that. Um, and like the origin of Black Manta was done, and it was done in a way that basically makes sense. So, um, and you know, he has some really good moments in there. He's not—I mean, he's not a killmonger, but he was still, you know, fucking good villain. Oh, that's good. It looks fun. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's like D- DC needed a fun movie. Yeah, it's definitely fun. Uh, fuck, I'm surprised that Dolph Lundgren was in there too. I was like, "What? Hey, Dolph Lundgren!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was uh, on the cover of Men's Health last month. Yeah, well, I guess it was. I guess he was talking about Aquaman and uh, Creed. Creed. Oh two. yeah, Creed Two, Electric Boogaloo. And then John Bernthal was on is on the cover of Men's Health this month. The Punisher guy? Yeah, he's talking about his Punisher workout. Yeah. I wonder if it's punishing. (laughs) (laughs) Boo, James. Boo. Boo. Boo that man. Oh. But yeah. Um, We did watch... We watched uh, a movie that came out a while back. Um... I think about like 2015. I never saw it hit theaters. I never heard anything about it, but it popped up on Netflix. It's called Absolutely Anything. It stars Simon Pegg. Oh, this does not sound familiar. No, I never heard. I had never heard anything about it. it stars Simon Pegg and um, oh, what's the ch- the chick, the English chick from Kate Beckinsale? Yes, yes. How did you know? IMDb. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's the two of them. And uh, basically, the cast of Mighty Python voices a bunch of different aliens as part of this galactic council. And they decide they're going to get rid of Earth, but to they give them one last test where they give someone on Earth randomly uh, the power to do anything they want. Anything they say will happen. Um, and it hits Simon Pegg, and he's like a, um, a history teacher at a high school. And he can make anything happen. And one of the things he does is he makes his dog talk, and it's his dog is voiced by Robin Williams in his last movie. Oh, it was Robin Robin Williams' last performance, so that was weird. Um, and it was it was directed by Terry Jones uh, from Monty Python. Yeah, and it had Eddie Izzard in it, and um, John Cleese, and yeah, all the guys from Monty Python. Eric Idle. Yeah. Rob Riggle's in it. Uh, And it was not as good as it should have been. (laughs) It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Like, but we got to the end and we're like, well, that was kind of, that was kind of fun, but uh, it should have been better. That was the overall impression of that. Yeah. I mean, considering, considering the hefty star power and some of the little, there's some kind of big British comedy stars just popped in for little jokes. And there were, I mean, there was funny bits, but it wasn't, eh. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it still sounds like it's worth you know seeing just to say, like, oh, it's Robin Williams' last role, yeah, right? Dennis the Dog, yeah, we um, really, really got into BBC panel shows 
<laughs> we had like, you know, basically a week off together. And so we're digging around. We, you know, we like to catch the um, end of the year quiz, big quiz of everything. Uh, have you ever seen that? No. It's hosted by um, Jimmy Carr. And he's got three teams of two comics a piece. And he asks some questions about the year. It's a trivia show. And uh, it's like a it's like a two-hour show. And it, it's always this big event at the end of the year. It comes out on Boxing Day. And everybody, usually like a couple of them sneak in like a hamper full of food. Like all their le- Christmas leftovers or, yeah. Yeah, or drinks and stuff. And it's kind of crazy. But it's a lot of fun. So we watch that and then YouTube's like, well, maybe you like this. And so we started watching all these other shows and there are some fun untapped shows that we'd never seen. Um, yeah. There's a lot yeah. of stuff on streaming. That's like, I mean, there's just a lot of shit out there nowadays and it's easily accessible. Yeah. And YouTube is treasure trove. Now it used to be like, that was kind of, you could go to look to like, Oh, I need to change out the, the vent on my dryer. How do I do that? That yeah. kind of stuff, and then like some obnoxious yeah. things, and I've now there's to, whole I, channels and stuff. Yeah, I know. I've used it to fix my toilet, but now there's like you know, there's like there's like new content, to like you know, like all over the place. Yeah, it, I've got I've got a number of like f- favorite channels of things where I'm just like, oh god, they do all this shit. Like Donut Media does all that car stuff. That they're awesome. Um, my brother-in-law turned me on to a show called Hot Ones, where they have like eleven chicken wings to get decidedly hotter and they have like big celebrities on <laughs> and they, they eat the first one and then they get asked a question and they try and get to all 11 questions as they're slowly tortured. It's oh. yeah. Like that's, weird Al was on and he only ate little bits of the skin because he's vegan. <laughs> <laughs> so he basically like licked the sauce off of him and like would do the question. Uh, he got all the way to the end. It, I don't know, man. It's uh, I, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of media available for almost no cost. It's a weird future we live in. Yeah. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark is on Netflix now. Yeah, are all the all the indie films up there? Maybe I just saw that one. And I was like watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it's funny. It's like I didn't even mean to. I was just like, I was like, it it started by itself, and I was like, oh, I really need to like, you know, and I was like, start thinking about it, and then like it started, and I was just, I found myself like, you know, watching him like go through the tunnel with Alfred Molina, and I was like, I can't do this right now. I got I got shit to do, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it it just sucked me in for a while. There was a recent on that Learned League that trivia um, website that I participated in. There was a one day special that had like twelve questions about Indiana Jones, um, and I got eight of them right i think and mm-hmm. that was like in the way like and you get you can wage your points because if you like know that you're going to get one right you can like put it down as like a money question and so you get extra points the more other people get that one wrong and i wound up um out of like 1100 people that took the took the quiz i got in like 52nd place so i was like in the top 95th percentile um because you know there's a lot of shit about uh indiana jones that people don't know that they think they know for example, let me see if I can find that. Oh yeah, um, 
Of course, you know, number one, we named the dog Indiana. While Dr. Jones Jr. may prefer his nickname, what is his given name? Henry. Yeah, exactly. All right. Number two, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, the Ark of the Covenant is found in the Well of Souls in what real-life northeastern Egyptian city, capital of the 21st and 22nd dynasties? Ah, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. I can't remember. The Nazis have discovered Tannis. Ah, God damn it! <laughs> All right. Yeah. So there's um, this like the first few are from Raiders, and the second few are from uh, like Temple of Doom, like this one. Throughout Temple of Doom, Short Round, despite his name, can be seen wearing a hat for what baseball team? It's not the Dodgers, huh? No, it's not the Dodgers. Yankees? You know, it's a New York hat, and it has like the fancy full New York logo. Yeah. But, but it's uh, in 19, whatever it was, like there was a team called the New York Giants, um, which is why the in the clue it says short round despite his name. He's well, that's, I was trying to think, what is that? that but it was yeah. I remember it being a New York hat. Yeah, but it was for the I was thinking Brooklyn Dodgers, maybe, but yeah. I guess they were all in New York at the time. Yeah, I guess. Here's one I didn't I did not get. What phrase taken from a memorable memorable, if not necessarily believable, scene in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull has been used as a synonym for jump the shark? Oh, um, nuke the fridge? Yes, that is correct. I should have spent more shit. time thinking. About, I should have spent more time thinking about this because the first unbelievable thing I thought of was that you know Shia LaBeouf like swinging through the trees and shit. Oh, that movie made me so fucking mad. Just thinking about it now. I know. I saw it once. I saw it one time. Yeah, I was like, I'm never watching this piece of shit again. <laughs> I saw it once in the theater, and that was enough. Ugh. Well, that's enough for me, James. Yeah. Um, enough for me as well. I'm Nick Moore. I'm James Brown. And I'm Nick Moore. You have been dorked. You've been dorked. In Happy New Year, folks. 2019. The darkness comes. The darkness cometh. <laughs> All the over dork- your chest. The darkening. Here it comes. <laughs> Enjoy that. That isn't. A little that, dork gravy for you. That sounds like a different bodily function. It's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All, All right, right, James. I'll see you later. All right. Adios. I'm out of here.